0: Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 80 Give ear, O Shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with a bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us the scorn of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it, and it took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why, then, have you broken down its walls? so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit. The boar from the the forest ravages it, and all that move in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see, have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted. They have burned it with fire, they have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your countenance, but let your hand be upon the one at your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself then we will never turn back from you. Give us life and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Isaiah chapter five, verses one through seven. Let me sing for my beloved, my love song concerning the vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it, and hewed out a wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I'll remove its hedge, and it shall be devoured. I'll break down its wall, and it shall be trampled down. I'll make it a waste, it shall not be pruned or hoed, and it shall be overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the LORD of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed, righteousness, but heard a cry. Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 through 26 live by the Spirit I say and do not gratify the desires of the flesh for what the flesh desires is opposed to the spirit and what the spirit desires is opposed to the flesh for these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want but if you are led by the Spirit you are not subject to the law now the works of the flesh are obvious fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you as I warned you before. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. Good morning and welcome to the fifth uh, Monday of Easter. I had to think there for a moment. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 80, Isaiah 5, and Galatians 5. I have to apologize if I if the sound quality is a bit off. Um I've recorded twice and I, before I realized that the mic wasn't working, so I'm just using my computer. Um and also, um, uh, before I get too far, um I can't remember when we found out. The positive COVID test that we got in the household um, turned out to be a false report, probably a mix-up rather than a false positive. But um, uh, that means I'm not I, there's no chance I have COVID because I also had a negative test. But there's definitely something going around because uh, my my kids had something, and yeah, we definitely have something. It's probably some kind of throat thing. But anyway, that's also why I probably sound like crap this morning. This morning we uh, hear about Israel, uh, the people Israel, with uh, a focus on Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, the tribes of Joseph, um, not of Joseph, actually of Leah, I suppose, um, and they are a vineyard uh, that uh, is used to make wine. And two of the readings, in fact, Psalm 80 as well as uh, Isaiah 5, the song of the unfruitful vineyard. <clears throat> In the song, um, God through Isaiah asks Israel, "Why was it that I planted grapes but got back wild grapes?" And I'm sure there's a difference in the Hebrew, but um, you know the 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 gist of it is, I expected to be making wine and eating grapes, but I can't do that with wild grapes And so I put all this work into this thing, you know God did, and here I have nothing to show for it. Um, there's nothing that is returned to me. Um and the same thing that is told in the psalm is told in Isaiah, where God takes down the fence uh, that protects the the vineyard from wild animals and just kind of lets it grow. Um, and there's this really wonderful imagery before that happens, where um this v- vineyard, uh, this grapevine, um has grown so large that that the shadow uh, that mountains reside in its shadow um, and the, the branches of the cedars um, touch the, the branches of the the vineyard, which is crazy because grapevines are like four feet high and cedars don't even have branches for like the first, you know, depending on if they're like ancient, uh, like redwood type cedars and they're really tall, but um, I mean, we're talking 30 feet. So it's this this kind of, uh, reversal where you know, it's overgrown in a good way um, and highly productive, but then something happens. And the thing that happens is that um, instead of being good people as God has instructed them, um, instead of being a people of justice, they are a people of bloodshed. Instead of righteousness, he heard a cry from the oppressed, um, and the. Uh, this ties in with um the Galatians reading from paul um because it's it has to do with fruit um the fruits of the spirit and the fruits of you know the the works of the flesh yeah called fruits of the flesh, but <coughs> um, uh the the fruit that we produce show the kind of person that we are, the kind of plant that we are um and It doesn't matter how we look like on the outside. It matters what's inside. God looks at the heart, not at just the appearance. Um, unfortunately with seeds, when you plant a seed, when you get, when God got these people going in the land of Canaan, um, he had high hopes. He thought he got the right seed, um, that the people Israel through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, um, that this was a people that would be good. you know in if not individually, certainly then in some right like the the collective would be good, and um they would produce fruit, um not just uh you know the fruit that we think of of the root of Jesse, you know with Jesus, but also like in their own time that they would be righteous and that they would do justice um and they haven't and so instead god tears down the walls and lets people kind of have their way with them and this is referring to the the babylonian and the assyrian um exile where <clears throat> they lose everything the uh temples destroyed <clears throat> and the people are carried into exile and read this as bob marley singing from psalm psalm 60 something anyway um, and that's what is going on when God has taken the walls down, and so Paul reminds us that it's because of our fruit. Um, you know, no no tree is good or bad in and of itself, but the kind of fruit it produces. Are there those just you know murder trees that I, you know, would see in as a kid in California with like thorns all up and down their branches and their their trunk? Like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not going near it. Uh, but if they're fig trees or apple trees, um, cherry trees, grapevines, like that's what I'd like to plant. Um, raspberry bushes, blackberry bushes. Um, <clears throat> and so the 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 point is not to, you know, being eaten is not the bad thing, I think. Dying is not the bad thing. It's the kind of person you are. Uh, it's the kind of uh, legacy you leave by, by virtue of who you are both individually um, as well as collectively. Um, that's one thing that just fascinates me about kind of our our identity as Americans. Um, we, like anybody, like Israel, have the power to delude ourselves. I remember, um, I think it was while I was still in, um, you know, the kind of lofty rhetoric of like John McCain and, and others. I remember uh, hearing them talk about the reputation, you know, concern for the reputation of America and, and the rest of the world. And as I got out, I traveled to Israel and I traveled um, to Australia and Italy. And by then, this is two thousand, two thousand six, seven, and going into two thousand eight, um, our reputation actually wasn't that good. Like we, we just talked as though it was. There's some things that people look to America for and with, with admiration, but a lot of things they, they didn't. And collectively we were seen for the most vocal, you know, folks. Um, I remember, I don't know why I think of John McCain. Um, I don't even know what he said, but <clears throat> also like Lindsey Graham and folks like that, and military veterans, um, kind of defending America's honor, like a dandelion in distress, we're in fact, you know, we're something other than a damsel in distress. The world looked at us as having had, you know, lost our way. Um, even though in America, um, you know, the bubble that we had created was, oh, you know, we're the greatest nation on earth and does it It's like, well, by what metrics? Like certainly not healthcare. certainly not income or child poverty. Um, so what metric that, you know, the, Biggest head, sure. Yeah, I can see that. Um, our fruit, um, the the what we produced for others' consumption, it, metaphorically, the things that that we were putting out were not sweet and plump and ripe. They were bitter, um, and they were thorny. Um, and this is what was happening with Israel. Um, they were telling themselves, um, just as groups can can do today they were telling themselves how great they were singing their own praises and god sitting up there like are you, are you in the, are you inhabiting the same reality i am um i hear a cry from the ground uh that that you are not a people of justice um and so that's why the fruit is so important that we can tell ourselves whatever we can sit there as a, a bramble and think oh i'm going to produce the best blackberries or raspberries but it might just be a you know it might just be a thorn bush um and so it's what is produced in our lives by our lives um in our communities and for other communities that determines who and what we are um and if our works are division and <clears throat> factions and envy and greed then we're not we aren't you know God's beloved vineyard um if our uh fruits uh are gentleness, patience, joy, and love, then we are god's beloved um and the church is called to be that person, I think bear those fruits, and I think rather than trying to claim this you know membership in this body that is supposedly produces good fruit. The church can be found where good fruit is produced. Um, and so rather than trying to be a Christian um, and all the, the baggage that that brings, just be a good person. Um, you know, Be like Jesus. And good fruit, good fruit will uh, will flow forth and people will tell you that they think you're a Christian instead of you having to try and tell them and then looking at you as though you've, you know, you've got a dick for growing out of your melon. A Prayer for the Harvest of Lands and Waters from the Book of Common Prayer. O gracious God, who opens your hand and fills all things living with plenteousness, bless the lands and waters and multiply the harvests of the world. Let your Spirit go forth that it may renew the face of the earth. Show your loving kindness that our land may give her increase and save us from selfish use of what you give that men and women everywhere may give you thanks. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at Patreon.com pupuhq You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less.